How's the family? I'm Nancy Olison. Today's podcast is about driving distractions. I'm driving along Minnehaha Creek in South Minneapolis. Now, I know this area really well, and I have just this one quick call to make to let you know that I am not going to talk on my phone and drive anymore. I'm driving really, really slow. And I have just this one last important call. Sorry, I had to hang up. Okay, now I'm in the studio. You know, when I listen to that, I can hear the distractions in my voice as I'm driving and trying to talk. And you know what? That's why I'm quitting. You see, I'm one of those people who has been battling with my cell phone use while driving for a couple of years. I've got a lot of things to attend to as I scurry from my job to my household in rush hour traffic. I have to call my sister. I have to call my mom. I have to check in to make sure I know who's driving my kid to circus class. Well, here's what I've learned, and this is what has made me decide to quit. Driver inattention is the leading factor in most crashes and near crashes. Cell phone use tops the list of factors that produce inattentiveness. There are about 40,000 traffic deaths a year. And here's the one that really got me. Using a cell phone while driving impairs the driver to the same degree that having a blood alcohol level of 0.08 would. That's the level that is considered driving while intoxicated, DWI. So here's what's happening. We're talking on our phones and we're driving more slowly, 5 to 10 miles under the speed limit. David Strayer is one of the researchers in a new study from the University of Utah. He says we might notice at a stoplight that the driver in front of us is not responding. The light turns green and the person in front of you just doesn't move for a little while and you maybe have to gently honk the horn or, or go around them. And you notice that, hey, they may be talking on the cell phone. And so they just didn't react when they could have. And they kind of slowed you up for a little bit. That kind of inattentiveness gets compounded when we get in real traffic. Well, when you're on the freeway, if you start to have more and more people doing that, that effect compounds. It can be uh, anywhere from 5 to 10% increase in your commute time. So if you have an hour commute each way, then you could figure that that would add up to an hour a week. And over the course of of a year, you could be spending an additional 40 hours or more. The reason we slow down is because our brains can only take so much. David Strayer says that once you start talking on the phone, it draws you away from being able to process traffic-related information. And that translates into a phenomenon called inattention blindness, where people oftentimes look at something, but don't, it doesn't register. Um, so we also have an eye tracker with our set of equipment, and we can actually look and see exactly where a driver's looking and then test to see if the, what they're looking at registers. And about half the things that uh, someone who's talking on a cell phone looks at, they don't process. Not processing half of what we see. Yikes. There's deer that jump in the road around here, and there's bicyclists around every bend. All this information has convinced me that I can't drive and talk on the phone anymore. But the stakes are higher for me now than they were a few years ago because I have a teen driver in my household. The number one cause of death for teenagers is car crashes. And the more I learned about how my actions influence my 17-year-old son, the more I realized I had to drive my talk and not talk and drive. 
In a study by Students Against Destructive Decisions, or SAD, nearly 60% of high school students said that the way their parents drive is the way that they will drive. Combine that with the news that over 60% of those teens report that their parents are talking on their cell phones, and it looks like we're raising a whole new generation of multitaskers behind the wheel. The data is now so clear, linking cell phone use and accidents, that many states are prohibiting teens from using cell phones when they drive. Minnesota gives a provisional license in which a teen driver cannot use a cell phone for the first 12 months of their license or until they turn 18. Several other states have similar laws. They're all slightly different, but most don't allow cell phone use until after the age of 18. Cell phones aren't the only thing that are distracting teens. Teens are also using iPods, switching CDs, and not to mention just participating in raucous behavior. Here's the biggest distraction that teens are using. Stephen Wallace is the executive director of SAD. But the distraction that young people rate as the biggest is uh, text messaging while driving. And for many adults, it's almost, you know, it's almost hard to believe that that young people would be uh, text messaging on their cell phones while they're operating a motor vehicle. But according to uh, SAD and Liberty Mutual Group research, more than one in five teens says that they're engaged in that behavior. I can't relate to that one. I don't know how to text message when I'm standing still. But I do know that it is the way that a lot of people are communicating now. If you've got a teen driver in your household and you want resources for establishing good driving practices, I've got some links on my blog entry. It's called Driving Distractions. Parents can talk to their teens about their driving behavior. Parents can write out a contract with their teens. It's suggested that you be sure to follow through with consequences if the contract is broken. Parents, the thing you need to know is that the way you drive has an influence, a pretty big influence, on the way your teen is going to drive. I've decided to give up phone conversations while I'm driving. I don't even really drink coffee anymore when I'm driving. But here's something I learned also. Listening to the radio or listening to a CD or a podcast is not considered a driving distraction. You're hearing me. I'm not talking with you and asking you questions. I guess you're able to still concentrate when you drive and listen. What about you? Do you have a story of a driving distraction that got out of hand? How do you feel about other people driving and talking on their phones? Do you have a teen driver? Did you decide to quit talking on your cell phone while you drive? How'd you quit? You can post a message on my blog. I'd love to hear from you. How's the family? I'm Nancy Olison.